From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, June 28th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Even as legislators in the Ohio State House squabble over a bill that would allow college athletes to profit from their name, image, and likeness, Governor Mike DeWine this afternoon signed an executive order that would put such a policy in place in Ohio. The governor's order allows Ohio to join a number of states enacting so-called NIL legislation on or before July 1st. The Ohio House attached a provision to the NIL bill last week that would ban transgender athletes from girls' high school sports, dooming any chances of it passing before for an anticipated NCAA plan that would allow college athletes to profit. DeWine's action will allow schools like Ohio State to compete in the recruiting process against schools in other states with NIL laws already in place, such as Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. Ohio's coronavirus rate continues to drop. Here's ONN's Angela Ann. The daily reports from the Ohio Department of Health show the number of cases per 100,000 people in Ohio is now at 21. In April, that number was about 200, and it peaked in early January at 900. Ohio has reported more than 20,000 deaths from the coronavirus. Among neighboring states, Michigan is just shy of 21,000 deaths, and Pennsylvania is approaching 28,000. Angela Ann, ONN News. A new study shows nearly one quarter of all people who have had COVID are seeing long-lasting side effects, even if they were asymptomatic. Brittany Bailey has more. Fair Health studied nearly 2 million patients, and the study found at least 23% had a list of symptoms, including pain, breathing issues, high cholesterol, fatigue, and high blood pressure. Dr. Anoop Kanodia of Ohio Health says, You have a symptom that's unusual. Talk to your doctor about that. Because up to 20% of people with these unusual symptoms were asymptomatic. They did not even know they had COVID. Dr. Kanodia says there are treatments available to help kill off the virus to prevent these symptoms. And the best way of avoiding COVID is by getting a vaccine. I'm Brittany Bailey. A volunteer picking up debris this morning along the banks of Alum Creek Reservoir in central Ohio's Delaware County found what is believed to be a human leg floating in a plastic bin. The Columbus Dispatch reports the man was in a kayak in the reservoir at around 8.30 a.m. when he saw the floating tub. The Delaware County Sheriff's Office says the man called 911 immediately after identifying the leg in the bin. Investigators with the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation, Delaware County Coroner's Office, and the Ohio Department of Natural Resources were on the scene and looking for other evidence. Officials did not disclose other details, including what else may have been in the bin. This is the first week in Ohio in which those receiving unemployment benefits will not get the extra $300 in federal money. Jasmine Monroe says the restaurant industry is hoping to get a boost in staffing as a result. Governor Mike DeWine previously said the weekly payout in some cases was discouraging some Ohioans to returning back to work. So far, 26 states have pledged to end the participation in the federal unemployment programs before September 6th, the federal cutoff date. Chef Bobby Garner from the Cleveland Chop says this will help businesses across the board. Business itself has been very good, but we definitely need the help on the, the staffing side. I think it's time, and uh, with so many people being vaccinated, hoping that people will actually you know, start coming back. I'm Jasmine Monroe. Immigration, critical race theory, and the pandemic, nothing was off the table for former President Donald Trump as he held his first rally since leaving the White House at the Lorraine County Fairgrounds in Northeast Ohio. Brittany Bailey reports. He was there to support his former White House aide, Max Miller. Miller is challenging Representative Anthony Gonzalez for his seat, 
Gonzalez voted to impeach the former president after the Capitol riots in January. We had some really great people, and Max was one of them. He did a fantastic job. He helped me with North Korea negotiation, and we did so much for Israel and Iraq and the G7, G20. We brought peace to the Middle East. The president also hinted at a possible run for office again in 2024. I'm Brittany Bailey. An Ohio man has died after falling off of the peak of a mountain in a national park in Alaska. ONN's Eric Brown has more. 52-year-old David Schreider fell 150 feet Friday down the slope of Donahoe Peak and Wrangell St. Elias National Park and Preserve in southeast Alaska. Just before the fall, a family member in the hiking group reported that he had asked for help and then rolled down the slope. When a member of the group found him, he was dead. Schreider was a professor at Miami University of Ohio in Oxford and the school's director of the Global Business Program. Eric Brown, ONN News. Republican leadership says an Ohio State Highway Patrol trooper will fill the House seat of disgraced former lawmaker Larry Householder. A select committee of GOP lawmakers chose Kevin Miller of Newark out of 18 other applicants on Friday to take over the vacancy left after the House took a historic bipartisan vote to expel Householder earlier this month for his alleged role in a $60 million federal bribery scheme. Miller is a lifelong Republican and 22-year veteran of the patrol, most recently working as the agency's legislative liaison. He was sworn in earlier today. The new police chief in Columbus, Elaine Bryant, begins her first full week on the job today. Clay Gordon says it comes after a weekend in which two more murders pushed the city to 98 for the year. Friday, she talked about the shooting death of a 17-year-old girl, Mackenzie Ridley. In her first official news conference as chief of police, Bryant said the day was a grim reminder of what her job really means and what her badge means. We cannot continue to allow our young people our residents, our community members, to be affected by this gun violence. She says one of her priorities is providing the city with resources needed to make the community safe. I'm Clay Gordon. Toledo's firefighters say they're in need of help. Tyler Paley has more with the Firefighters Union President Dan Desmond. The union president tells us he's voiced concerns and filed grievances with the city. The staffing is urgent uh, and we need to hire more people. A Toledo Fire Department spokesman responded saying, quote, in no way has the city of Toledo administration neglected its duty to hire sufficient number of firefighters. We understand the negative effects that were created by the pandemic and we are truly empathetic. The city plans to hire a sufficient number of firefighters to relieve the current members and to reduce the potential of staffing issues. I'm Tyler Paley. And the GOP-controlled Ohio House has approved legislation increasing penalties associated with behavior at protests. ONN's Eric Brown files this report. The bill is one of four General Assembly proposals introduced following last year's protests over racial injustice and police brutality. Measure passed Friday expands the definition of obstructing justice in Ohio to include failure to follow a lawful order or diverting a law enforcement officer's attention. It goes next to the Ohio Senate, where similar legislation is being considered. Opponents, including the Ohio chapter of the American Civil Liberties Union, call it an effort to discourage free speech and the right to protest. Eric Brown, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.